Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. Welcome, everyone. We've just finished off week eight of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas, and the time is flying by. In this episode, we'll be sipping butterscotch martinis. You can find the recipe on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Feel free to pause so you can make your own. This episode, we'll be chatting about this week's five movies entitled A Big Fat Family, Christmas, The Most Colorful Time of the Year, The Holiday Stocking, Christmas Class Reunion, and The Holiday Sitter. Movie number one, A Big Fat Family, Christmas, starring Shannon Chan Kent as Liv, Shannon Cook as Henry, Tia Carrere as Ivy, and Jack Wagner as Charles. Liv gets the chance for a front-page cover shoot with handsome new writer Henry. The opportunity turns troublesome when she finds out that the subject is her family's annual holiday bash, a truth Liv has been hiding from her boss, Charles. Okay, so let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes broken down into 10 categories that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. You can download the list from our website, sisterssipandchat.ca. This movie earns 17 out of 20 sofas, and the categories are town holiday celebrations, class of the classes, family and friends, unexpected hiccups, big life changes, Christmas magic, and the bonus charitable event was the money tree envelopes and donations from Liv's social media followers to support the community and donations to Santa. Okay, once again, everyone who knows me, I am all about over-the-top Christmases. So I would have loved this family, but I guess my kids were probably embarrassed of me when I would be set up first of November and their friends were like, your parents are crazy over-the-top. So I can understand why she was embarrassed, but... She learned to love it. <laughs> yes, I loved her parents, especially the relationship she had with her brother. That was really cute sibling relationship. And her <laughs> parents' house reminded me of our aunts who used to be decorated, as they would say, in Christmas crazy. But I love that it's so festive and so fun. I really enjoyed it. I love that the fact that they added cultures together. Yes, like, that was exactly. very cool. And it was very interesting, his food choices. I mean, every year he had, you know, a, a model um, or sorry, a, a specific, specific menu that he was going to serve, which was his yes. main thing. But it was always an amalgamation of the different cultures. So that was very yeah. cool. Once again, I love learning about these other cultures, holiday traditions. In this case, it was the Chinese and Filipino mix here. And, you know, in the end, it's always about family and spending that precious time together. And those traditions help you just remind, you know, remind you and keep you closer to each other. They connect everybody, everyone. So I really enjoy learning about those. True. I thought the actors had great chemistry in this movie. And that always makes it way more interesting for me. I liked that um, the way they worked together was good. The way she mm-hmm. pulled back and he was kind of calm. And he he did a really good job of knowing right from the beginning who she was who and she how really she was. was connected to yeah. this. And, and really loved her for who she was. So that was, I really liked that a lot. He was an investigative journalist and she was a photographer. And I think it showed both of those 
jobs in like that their own careers in a great light like she was a good like they showed how good a photographer she was and how good he was at investigating so I really I think that was well done um I love the humor of course throughout the movie that was really great the red envelopes were such a cool idea it was heartbreaking though um for her to see of course when the bag was lost it got accidentally kicked out while they were having fun but I had faith at the time that it would be found. And of course, in the end, someone found it, knew, um, you know, what the family did and, and what it was because of those red envelopes and then brought it at the end. So not only did they get that money, but then they got all the money she tried to uh, get from all her followers. Plus, um, so it was good to see that she embraced who she really was and even found more support than she hoped for when she decided to reveal her true name on social media and sang the song representing her culture so that was really good yeah that christmas carol that she sang in chinese which was really nice i really like that i think it was cantonese if i'm being specific but um i think that was a lovely lovely moment and yes definitely made me cry (laughs) okay movie number two the most colorful time of the year Starring Katrina Bowden as Michelle and Christopher Russell as Ryan. During the free eye testing session, Michelle holds at her daughter's elementary school. She learns that her daughter's favorite teacher, Ryan, is colorblind. Michelle helps Ryan find a way to add color to his life during the holidays. Let's find out how this movie rated in our sofa rating system. This movie rated 13 out of 20 sofas. The categories are town holiday celebrations. Location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, and the bonus charitable event, free exams, and the annual toy drive. So, yeah. So, this was another movie that was interesting. (laughs) One of the things Mm -hmm. I liked about the movie was this idea of the optometrist going to school for free eye exams. Since I care and I wear glasses, so I definitely know, and I've worn them since grade two, that's something that is often overlooked, but is so critically important. So I like that they brought that into the storyline, which, as you know, is the main storyline of this movie. I totally agree. I... Just can't imagine how they made an entire movie surrounding this guy getting glasses in the first 15 minutes and he could see color. Because honestly, I didn't, I wasn't happy with the fact that they made it that since he couldn't see color, he was unable to feel Christmas spirit. Yeah, they did not connect the dots between the being a Scrooge and then not being able to see color. Yeah, I did. This was definitely on my bottomless <laughs> yeah this one was a bit disappointing as in the storyline was a bit convoluted like you're right they could have solved this whole issue with his eyes in the first 15 minutes of the movie um however you know like it's a it's a whole movie so i suppose they had to keep going on and i i do appreciate that as a doctor she cared so much about her patient that she pushed him to continue the search for a solution to his color blindness Fortunately, the trial she signed him up for without permission, which was kind of questionable, (laughs) turned out to be successful. And so, you know, I feel very blessed to have good color awareness because I'm a very visual learner, but I can totally understand the, you know, how difficult it would be for someone who doesn't. 
and, and as a person who had um, meningitis when I was younger and I was colorblind for a while, and as you know, I am a visual learner, it was very difficult. However, I am here to tell you, it didn't change my Christmas spirit. Yeah, I, I, would th- I would think it's not related <laughs> to the depth of your color vision. No, and and I was blessed enough that they were able to do what they needed to do and, and fix my issue. But, yes. but I mean, I, I did talk to you about the fact that I was going to do some research to see if these glasses actually exist, but I didn't find anything specific like that. So whether I didn't look under the right medical stuff and maybe this is a true pair of glasses but either way yeah since it was a trial (laughs) maybe that was how they got around that yeah that could be it was great when the student in your class can identify that you have an issue and that kid didn't give up she did everything she could to help that teacher so I mean it showed once again, like I know myself, Mrs. Sally was my favorite teacher. She was my health and phys ed teacher, and I will never forget her. She made such an impact on my life. And it was great that this young girl showed that how when a teacher makes an impact, how much you want to do for that person. So that part was, I would say, my favorite part because it the doctor is part. Yeah. The doctor wanting to fix him was great, except that. She did do something unethical, so that wasn't great. A bit questionable, yes. And the fact that he got his eyesight back, that was kind of like, really, that should have been the end of the story. But we still had 45 minutes or something of the story. Yes, true. This was Mm -hmm. not my favorite pairing this year. Um, But I do like that they shined a light on the importance of eye care. And I will leave it at that. Absolutely. Movie number three, A Holiday Stocking, starring Nadine Ellis as Danny, Tamala Jones as Marlo, and BJ Britt as RJ. Robert, a new angel, has 12 days to reunite his sisters at Christmas using their family tradition of volunteering through the holiday stocking game. Okay, so how did this movie rate on our sofa rating system? It earned a score of 13 out of 20 sofas. And the categories are town holiday celebrations, family and friends, big life changes, Christmas magic, and the charitable event, holiday stocking game for multiple charities through the Friends of Chicago. You know, only getting 13 out of 20 again, as I said about the the movie last week Mm -hmm. when they have so much charitable work it almost seems harsh not to give them a better score because (laughs) that should mean so much I mean obviously it does to us but it should within our rating system the holiday stocking game with always helping others was the sweetest thing I have ever heard I absolutely love that that whole concept and it must have been so hard for him when he was an angel to not tell them who he was, like how to be so close yet so far and remove yes. that. That must have been really tough. I'm sure it was, but I, I think, you know, he loved his sisters and that was nice to see that this was a rule he had to follow to get them back together and, and to do the stalking game. You know, I guess, you know, that that's a pretty good way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. The stocking game. Uh, what a great idea their mother came up with to inspire charitable giving. And of course, the importance of volunteering. And it was good to see in the movie how Danny's daughter goes that next generation. Or yeah. sorry. Yeah. Is it Danny? I'm thinking it's actually Marlo's Marlo? daughter. Yeah, I think it was Marlo's daughter who, um, you know, realized how great 
uh, you know, volunteering is and how great it can be. Which is wonderful that because a lot of young people are very socially conscious, but conscientious rather. But that was good to see that. Um, I did notice that he wore that snowflake brooch to keep him from being hidden so they didn't know who he was. And I have the same brooch, but it does not hide my identity whatsoever. No, (laughs) no, it does not. However, when it fell off at the end, so the girls got a glimpse that their brother was actually there for them. That made me bawl my eyes out in a good tears, but bawl my eyes out. It was what a great opportunity to have that one moment again. And to know truly, maybe that would keep them from figuring out where is RJ after all of this. But I sure wish they would have shown us. It was on that Polaroid picture she took. Like, I was curious. Like, was it a brother? Yeah, was it a picture of him as RJ? Was it a picture of him as the brother or just no one in the picture? That was interesting. Um, Having family you know, close while dealing with grief is so important. It really can help you get through the tough times, which eventually happens when you lose someone you love. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, movie number four, Christmas Class Reunion, starring Amy T. Garden as Elle and Tanner Nolvlen as Devin. The 2007 class president, Al, is determined to throw a trouble-free 15-year high school reunion for her so-called cursed class. Okay, let's find out how this movie rates on her SOFA rating system. This movie earned a high score of 18 out of 20 SOFAs. Categories are military might, town holiday celebrations, here comes the bride, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, Affairs of the Heart, Big Life Changes, and Christmas Magic. You know, it was a fun movie. I really enjoyed the multiple storylines. We get the, you know, all the stories about all this group of friends are really cool. And I especially like the focus on females in STEM. And STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. And the idea that, um, you know, Devin's daughter was totally into coding and everything. And then, you know, how Elle was able to kind of connect with her on that. I thought that was great. A girl power show was always awesome to watch. It looked like it was going to be a scene out of Carrie when you saw yeah. the review. <laughs> but then it turned out to be a wonderful, touching story that I really, really enjoyed. I agree with you. And, you know, it, it hits on this idea of perfection because, you know, perfection is very difficult to achieve. It really is better to spend your time uh, on doing things that you love and being with the ones you love and you care about, even if that you know, time you spend together is at times imperfect. There is still beauty there. And I think in the end, she learns that lesson. Yeah, because learning to disconnect and accept the things you cannot change is never easy, but it tends to lead to a calmer, happier life. And mm-hmm. I'm saying this as someone who's has a very hard time disconnecting. I can tend to be a workaholic and that's not necessarily a good, calm balanced life so um, I I did think that was really good and I think the fact that she ended up with someone who had that opposite like my husband it's a good balance for me he balances me out just like this young man balanced her out 
And, you know, they were so worried her class was cursed and it, it wasn't going to go <laughs> off. And, you know, in the end, the party wasn't trouble free, but it was still successful. People were still having a good time, even though everything wasn't perfect. The decorations were different. They were in a different location and blah, 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 blah. Sure. You know, in the end, people had a good time and reconnected with each other. And that was really all that they needed. That was what made it truly successful. I totally agree. And I was so glad she picked the right guy. The one with the daughter that was a girl after her own heart. Absolutely agree. Movie number five, The Holiday Sitter, starring Jonathan Bennett as Sam and George Krissa as Jason. Sam, a bachelor with little experience with kids, steps in to babysit his niece and nephew before Christmas, but when he asks the handsome neighbor Jason for help, he finds himself in an unexpected romance. Okay, so how did this movie rate on our sofa rating system? It got 12 out of 20 sofas, and the categories are town holiday celebrations, here comes the bride, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, big life changes. Well, I really like that they, they took the time in this movie to discuss the actual issues that same-sex individuals face and how it affects them. Because he could have just looked like a jerk that he just takes one date, doesn't keep going, he doesn't, mm-hmm. his sister doesn't feel like he can commit to anything. But he was able to give a real good depiction of why he felt that that was not possible, almost as if he wasn't deserving of ever yeah. having that kind of emotion in his life so I thought that was well done I think it just showed how instead of wanting to be this you know bachelor forever he just felt like maybe there was no way out of it so I agree with you I'm glad that they they took the time to explain that side and of course it's nice to see stories showing alternate ways of growing your family like adoption along with the struggles and the joys that come with it. Surrogacy is also becoming a more popular option to growing your family. However, both of these can be cost prohibitive for some people. So uh, I do like that they uh, talked about, you know, the difficulty and uh, the cost, like it was, it was going to be pricey for Jason to become a parent. Absolutely. And, and, and he even, um, talked about not just that the cost, but even going through all of it could still be a no. Exactly. It's it's not, it's not a, it's not for sure. No. So yeah, that was good. I think people need to hear those kinds of storylines so that they can see the reality of it. But then a new baby actually arriving at Christmas, that was such a wonderful gift. Although I thought it was very well done that the little girl was being worried about how she'd fit in that family dynamic because now there was a new baby girl coming. So yeah. he handled that scenario very, very well in their chat. But I thought that was a, like a very natural um, emotion that the child would go through. So I thought that was well done too. And I like that all of their children were adopted. So it was, mm-hmm. it, you know, they were talking about this as a family um, whole idea of the family being adopted. So I really like that. Of course, there was lots of fun and humor in this movie too. Yeah. And if I were on my way to Hawaii, I'd be doing a dance while I was packing oh, too. Yeah. I love that whole thing. Where I was like, yes, that would be me too. Um, of course, his sister gives him the call. And <laughs> the sibling guilt is very real, people. <laughs> you know, but and 
He laid it out. She really hammered him with it. And of course, family sticks by family. And, you know, he, of course, stepped up to help the kids. Um, And I I thought it was a very uh, cute meet cute uh, with Sam and Jason um, falling into (laughs) Sam fell into Jason's arms, like literally. That was really cute. This was such a great movie. I really enjoyed it. And I loved how the sister knew at all times how to manipulate her brother. Oh, like yeah. that's a that's a big sister thing. Poor little sister in this case. She was the little sister. <laughs> I can but, yeah, they know how knowing to do that. How, yeah. Knowing how to manipulate, that was like and no and but she always did it for the greater good but yeah but you know you're she knew him she knew his buttons and that was great yeah, like she hangs up the phone and she's just waiting uh, two minutes yeah, he's gonna call minutes, me back gonna call me right back <laughs> yeah like i love that <laughs> it was cute their report together was really good i enjoyed that i also enjoyed how they connected the whole adoption story within the santa claus play story right at the beginning i'd never heard that before i was like well that's actually kind of cool and then of course naming their daughter after their Grunkle, which is their gay uncle Sam, was sweet. So <laughs> that was really cute too. I thought it was a, a nice, well, well-rounded ending. I agree. Okay, how about that butterscotch martini? Now, my husband who loves butterscotch, this was like this is right up his alley. I'm not the biggest fan, but what did you think? I love butterscotch too. And when I made this particular one, I actually chose uh, to dress it with a piece of uh, caramel from a company that hand makes their caramel and they put them in these advent calendars and they're here in Canada, Merrickville, Ontario. And the name of the company is Pickle and Myrrh. And these are delicious. So, you know, it was just an excuse to have another one of their (laughs) delicious caramels. This episode was brought to you by Hamish Community Services, opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities. You can find out more information at hamish.ca. Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.